Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. I have a question for you, Samantha. Oh, no. Yes, that's right. It's a real gotcha question. Okay. Um, (laughs) Do you use a lot of emojis? You know, I have some favorites. And usually they're the typical upside down smiley face because I feel like that's how I feel right now. Uh Uh-huh. Or the ones with the hearts on the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the love heart. Yeah, yeah. And I also love a good thumbs up. Yeah, that's a classic. You know, I feel like that definitely goes a long way. But I've really gotten into gifts as it took me three years to finally figure it out. So I'm more of a GIF person. Yeah. You? I, do you like emojis? I don't use them that often, but I do think they're really useful in conversation. Um, I use the thumbs up a lot and I use the like suspicious chin strokey face a lot. And mm. then the scared face. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's legit. So perhaps that is some insight into our psyche. <laughs> I'm sure there is some kind of conversation of what that represents for each individual. Oh, I bet that's fascinating. I bet it does. Well, okay, here's another question, and it's more mm-hmm. personal. Oh, no. Yes. Have you engaged in a lot of sexting in your life? I have not. Because I can't take it seriously. Like, it just sounds so ridiculous that I am reading something from a person and it's supposed to be sexy text. So, I don't, I don't. Do you? And I say this in understanding I've already asked, I know who I'm asking, but do you? <laughs> I have never purposefully done it. But <laughs> I like the I, word purposeful. I definitely have caught 
myself in a situation where I'm like, oh, this is sexting. <laughs> and I don't really know how I ended up there. Um, it's usually really goofy stuff that I thought was really silly, but it's clear the other person did not. Right. So never on purpose. Okay. But I have done it. That's the problem is if someone is genuinely trying to sext me, I just take it as a joke and I can't stop making some kind of inappropriate joke instead of being very like responsive to exactly what they're trying to do. Sure. And that that's a good segue into our topic today because we're combining both emojis and sexting mm-hmm. and we're talking about the eggplant emoji, which I have to say, if I ever did get I think in the, the time I'm thinking of where I was sexting, there were some mushroom emojis happening, but no eggplant emoji. But What's I, the mushroom? It's also a dick. Oh, is so, it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess in certain situations it is. Um, but it's kind of goofy. Like every time I've encountered it, if someone sent me an eggplant emoji, I would automatically think it's funny, yes. Right. So I think I'm too literal for things like that because in my mind, I'm like, look because maybe I have a really bad sense of what eggplants are in general, that I'm like, if your dick looks like an eggplant, you probably should see somebody. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Well, it is a a medical condition, and we will talk about that more later. Um, So, yes, first of all, we should probably say uh, we are going to tackle this in a a mature way. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, if you have kids that you don't want hearing the history of eggplant, the eggplant emoji, and sexting, here's your warning. There you go. This is it. Stop the podcast now. (laughs) Yes, after it's already probably too late. Um, We thought we would do a lighter episode to hopefully give you some distraction from all of this bad news and frightening news and anxiety that we're inundated with lately. So this is inspired by an episode I did over on the other podcast I do, Savor, about eggplant. Let me tell you, this podcast is all about the history of food and drink and having a segment in a a food and drink podcast about a sexting emoji was quite fun (laughs) and surprising. (laughs) So you can go check out that episode if you want to know more about the food and a little bit about the sexting. But in this one, we're focusing on the sexting and emoji part. Right. I don't think we're going to be talking about the food, which is delicious. I had some last night. It was great. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. great in curries. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, possibly relevant now during our time of self-quarantine because, you know, I'm guessing there's more sex thing going on, especially if you're not with your significant other or the person that you've been talking to. So you can't make physical contact. So it would make sense. Sexting may be happening, although we do have mm-hmm. a lot of video chats as well. But who doesn't love a good sext? Apparently me. Me. <laughs> I do think it's an art, and I really appreciate when people are good at it. I, I've, I've witnessed some of my friends in action, and I always am impressed. <laughs> okay, maybe that's my problem, because I don't, I don't know if my friends sext, because that's not a thing we necessarily talk about. So mm-hmm. I don't know how good they are. Oh, so you need to die for some information, Savannah. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to start doing a survey of all my friends soon. Yes, an official survey <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> of course, for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so as humans, we have been sexting pretty much forever, from cave paintings to carrier pigeons to, to old school cameras to the pager to oh, yeah. the first text. The word sext first appeared in our lexicon in 2004. And you can see our past sexting episode for more on the history of sexting. So, all right, in case you don't know, and if so, wow, that's impressive. 
The eggplant emoji or the aubergine emoji is a well-known internet shorthand for penises. Yep. Uh, to the point that in January 2015, Instagram banned the eggplant emoji from its search function, and Facebook apparently banned it too. And when Instagram rolled out search capabilities for emojis, the eggplant was the only emoji not included. Um, things that were included: the poop emoji, the banana emoji, the toilet emoji, which, by the way, I've not seen this, the syringe <laughs> emoji, and the cleft peach emoji for that ass. No? Okay. <laughs> Our vagina. More on that oh. in a second. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so Facebook and Instagram spokespeople, when asked about this ban, said it was in an effort to combat the sexual harassment and abuse women face online. Pictures of nude women with their nipples, butts, or and or genitals covered by emoji were also banned as a part of this. And okay, dictionary.com has <laughs> an epic entry on it. We're going to have to read it. Okay. The eggplant emoji is a long purple eggplant, but it's really just used to represent a penis. <laughs> I'm like I'm liking the fact that they're very direct about yes. what is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So the eggplant emoji first debuted in 2010 and it quickly became, again, a symbol for the penis. You're welcome. According to Among the New Words, a quarterly article in the journal American Speech, the eggplant emoji was used on Twitter to mean penis as early as 2011. And in March of 2014, the video artist Jesse Hill translated Beyonce's hit song, Drunk in Love, into an emoji using the eggplant to represent Jay-Z's penis. I still say he needs to go to a doctor. (laughs) The dictionary entry continues, because again, this is all from (laughs) dictionary.com. Quote, later that year, the emoji inspired a trend on Instagram and other social media sites called hashtag eggplant Friday, a hashtag that was linked to posts where men posted explicit images of their, quote, eggplants. But in 2015, Instagram actually blocked the eggplant emoji and references to it, e.g. hashtag eggplant, from its search functionality. Instagram's ban resulted in a campaign called hashtag free the eggplant, modeled after the similar campaign hashtag free the nipple in 2012 for gender equality. And underneath this is a picture of an eggplant with a sad face on it, captioned, when you're a sweet and innocent eggplant, but people keep using you as an emoji for a dick. And yes, I will be posting uh, this on our social media before the <laughs> episode releases. So we'll put it up in the story. So if you want to see the sad face I planned, if you haven't already, just tune in. That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> it's good. So good. So yes, this band was specifically to combat something called hashtag Eggplant Friday. That was dudes posting outlines of their junk on Friday and then tagging it with hashtag Eggplant Friday. The association between eggplant and dicks is so cemented that rather than pivoting to similar shaped emojis like the banana or a husk of a corn, people have instead started using eggplant adjacent things like eggplant parm. And Instagram might have shut it down, but the eggplant emoji is still going strong on Twitter and Tumblr. Were you aware of Eggplant Friday when it was happening, Samantha? I don't. I wasn't. I still am not aware of it, and I'm very glad <laughs> to have missed it. Oh, oh, there's a lot of documentation. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> as a brief sexting primer. For those who don't know, like me, this was all news to me. Eggplant emoji plus mouth emoji means oral sex. Eggplant emoji plus peach emoji means vaginal or anal sex. And eggplant emoji plus water droplets means ejaculation. I did know that one. Okay, the last one is what I've seen the most of, and everything else makes me just sad. (laughs) Or, you know, I, I maintain... As long as people are having a good time. 
That's fair. That's fair. Again, this is where I'm not good at sexting because I'm like, what is happening to this poor peach? <laughs> you feel sorrow for the peach, <laughs> for the digital peach. I'm just saying. So eggplant emoji has even made an appearance in court. Yes. Again, but that would be the daytime show, Divorce Court. Sure. So in 2014, while presenting his case that his significant other was cheating, a man testified, we both have iPhones, we both have emojis. Now, I feel like certain emojis shouldn't just get sent to anybody, and I'm referring to the emojis with the hard eyes, blowing a heart kiss, and even the eggplant that some people refer to as male genitalia, in which the judge asked, wait, I haven't heard about the eggplant. There's an eggplant? And the man responds, uh, yeah, an eggplant emoji, but it's referred to as a male genitalia uh, in uh, conversations. <laughs> I love he had to explain the eggplant emoji to a judge. <laughs> On camera. <laughs> so good. So good. In 2015, Diplo named the eggplant emoji his favorite emoji because, quote, it's code for stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I like that he had to be really obvious about that. It's code for stuff. Aren't all emojis code for stuff? I guess there's an extra layer. I guess so. I mean, to be fair, I think everybody was really confused by the poop emoji too because it's like, is that ice cream? Is that poop? Why does it have eyes? Mm -hmm. Canada is the biggest user of the poop emoji, by the way. (laughs) And we have more facts around that. But first, we have a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. 
Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. So prior to emojis, before they were a thing, the banana was the food most usually associated with the penis here in the United States, in part because of the use of a banana in sex ed classes to demonstrate how to properly put on a condom. No one in the U.S. would have thought of the eggplant as a symbol for a penis unless in the context of something you really didn't want, here's that medical condition, eggplant penis. So this is a penile fracture that causes discoloration and swelling. Sounds painful, don't want it. Eggplant wasn't a super well-known food in the United States outside of being fried or just covered in Parmesan cheese. I don't know how I feel about the interchanging (laughs) this conversation for eggplant. Okay, so then in 1998, a telecom company introduced the emoji keyboard as a marketing tactic targeted towards Japanese teenagers so that they would buy more pagers. Well, I will say, because it was in my heyday, the pagers and such, it definitely was the beginning of hookups. Like if you got a specific text or if you got a specific like icon or number set, it was like, oh, come over. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah. So, so interested in this. Yeah, so it was definitely like a code. Like if there's certain type of numbers, it's nine one one or whatever. Um, typically, you know, you use it to have them call back, but they use different things in order to represent different things to be like, hey, this is the moment you need to come over. My husband's not here. Or my wife's not here. Oh, my, okay. You know, the cheating level, mm. as well as. If you're a teenager like I was, we would use it to spell boob somehow. Yeah, that's what they showed in the article, The History of Sexing. And I was like, oh my gosh, children. Children. I mean, we did that in calculators too, but the pager was even more fun. You're right, you're right. (laughs) So these first emojis were mostly tame, manga-inspired smiley faces and hand gestures. And the inventor came up with them as a way to help shy teenagers clarify the meaning and emotion behind their text. I will say a lot of the times if I feel like I'm being too mean or harsh, I use an emoji, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Of the 282 emojis included in the first release of emojis, there were a handful of food items, including the banana but no eggplant. Other companies got in on the emoji game by offering up competing sets of different, quote, better emojis. Apple got in on it in 2008, officially choosing their favorite set of emojis to be their debut emoji keyboard for the iPhone. Eggplant was not included. Nope, the eggplant emoji was born in the United States in 2010, thanks to the Unicode Consortium. Well, that sounds like a secret club. It does. Well, it kind of is. The Unicode Consortium dictates the computer coding specs of things, including emojis, so that they work across multiple platforms and devices. And that includes the eggplant emoji. By 2011, the Unicode's emojis were up and running on the iPhone, and in no time at all, Americans rallied behind the sexting potential of the eggplant emoji. Within three years, in December 2014, hashtag eggplant Friday was a movement on Instagram, and within months, Instagram shut it down. (laughs) And apparently... This is a very iPhone-specific thing. That's what a lot of articles I read said. Uh, The eggplant emoji on Androids is shorter and plumper. And so I did a little sleuthing because I have an Android. And I guess so. It still looks pretty phallic to me. 
But and <laughs> but <laughs> I like you end with a but. But oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we should say it's not just used for sexual situations, but also in a non-threatening way to communicate arousal, sort of in a joking manner. And again, I still hold to, if your penis looks like this eggplant, I'm going to tell you to go see a damn doctor. And also, stop. I don't <laughs> want an eggplant near me. <laughs> I don't need these thoughts you're putting in my head. Uh, but yeah, I have seen it in a lot of like, you know, if somebody posts a, a sheet pan of cookies and then I'll see eggplant emoji. Like, you know, that kind of joking. Oh, I'm so turned on okay. by these cookies. Again, I d- I'm going to have to take another survey because my friends and I don't ever use that in context of like, oh, I'm so into these cookies. So. <laughs> you, I want, type up an official survey, get <laughs> back gonna. to me, okay? <laughs> you know what? This is going to go out. Quarantine life, hashtag quarantine life, do this survey about penises. Thank you. An eggplant emoji. Your responses are much appreciated. <laughs> Despite this the, is all for education, okay? It is. We're just trying to do a service for everybody. I'm going to specifically send it to my female friends and be like, how many times do you get an eggplant emoji in if you're talking or flirting? Also, listeners, please yes. weigh in on this. Weigh please. in on this very important matter. I need to know how many of you use the eggplant emoji and so how many of you get sent eggplant emojis on the regular? Sminty needs to know. Sminty needs needs to know. (laughs) Despite the food world being packed with phallic items, just packed, somehow we haven't applied them to men in the same way we've applied food items to women. I mean, if you can think about melons, yams, peaches, pineapples, so many things. Wait, what's the pineapples for? I, you know, I would love someone to write in, but I saw this in reference to a lot of things. I have my suspicions, but... Okay, yeah, someone needs to explain to me what the pineapple, the peaches, even kind of the yams and and the melons, I get it when you cut it, but huh? Okay. (laughs) Huh? But why did we settle on the eggplants? Why did Americans in particular latch onto the eggplant as a euphemism for dicks? Well, we'll get into that after a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. 
Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because Golden Hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. So surveys show that eggplant as a sex is particularly American thing, although Canada, UK, and Australia are up there too. Um, there are a couple of theories as to why. And one of the main ones is here in the U.S., we really don't have a lot of familiarity with eggplant, especially not the longer, thinner Japanese variety as opposed to the shorter, squattier Italian type. Oh my God, just saying these words. <laughs> Whereas we associate corn with teeth and maybe wholesomeness. Do we? I and do. bananas. <laughs> like America, you know, you're in the Midwest and you've got the little corn on the cob thingies and you're eating it. Maybe that's just me. Maybe the, uh, maybe I'm just not as, as imaginative. Mm. So, and bananas with awkward sex ed classes, which makes sense. And we don't, we didn't really have any cultural ideas attached to eggplants. Others say that the reason Americans latched onto this is down to the shape and the color, which isn't exactly correct, um, but is more on point than yellow, maybe, or that's how the argument goes. And I've also heard arguments about the eggplant's size, that the banana doesn't suggest the bigness that the sender wants to suggest because we're all children, we're children. There's so many things. So in 2013, it was officially recommended for innuendo purposes by Fred Benison. And this guy would know he edited Emoji Dick, an emoji reimagining of Herman Melville's classic, Oh Dear God. Uh, That same year, it was mentioned in a slideshow by The Complex about what emojis were best to use for sexting. I'm really glad we have guidelines. Yeah, we need those guidelines. But I did find this slideshow quite like... It starts off with a warning that you make sure the girl or woman you're sexing is at least 18, which yes, but also, um, uh, and it had a lot of like, if you're sexting two women at once, how to get off twice without one of them knowing. And I'm not opposed to consensual polyamorous relationships or open relationships. It was just the vibe of trickery and manipulation that turned me off. But Oh yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. Bad. Perhaps a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. That 2014 Jesse Hill video played a huge part in proliferating the eggplant's reputation in this realm, too. B.O.B. was an early adopter of Eggplant Friday. 
<laughs> that makes sense. Early in 2015, a co-author of the Unicode Consortium sent out an email with the subject line sex emoji to their public listservs to bring attention to the whole eggplant situation. And then a study that same year from Match.com found a correlation between the sending of emojis and higher rates of sex among its almost 5,700 single respondents by a margin of about 20% for both men and women. Academics believe this might be because emojis do help clarify emotions and tones of digital interactions. Apparently, frequent emoji users are also twice as likely to get married. Oh, is that what I've been doing wrong? Yeah, it's your emoji. (laughs) Lack of emoji use, that's definitely what it is. Hashtag Free the Eggplant has so far been unsuccessful. An eggplant emoji vibrator was released in 2016, so there is that. Uh, At least two companies have come out of this whole thing too, Eggplant in the Mail and Eggplant Mail, which both send eggplants in the mail as joke gifts. I have done something similar with potatoes, and it was a huge hit, so... Is is a potato sexual too? No, well... Probably for some people, but it's just the like you're opening up a box and you think, oh, what could this gift be? And it's a potato. <laughs> Something you can get a them. single potato. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of the history of the eggplant emoji. Uh, there's some brief other things we want to touch on. Other emoji news, I suppose. Yes, diverse emojis, let's say. And uh, hashtag free the nipple and mastectomy patients and breastfeeding mothers was successful also, however. Yeah. A 2015 study on worldwide emoji use found that the U.S. used more LGBTQ plus emojis than anywhere else. We also use more, quote, female-oriented emoji. What and is that? I think that's just... like just, females? Well... Until recently, no, because there weren't that many. But speaking of, (laughs) you can talk about that, Samantha. Uh, So the introduction of more diverse, again, in 2015, the first modifier codes for changing skin tones for emojis were introduced. And then there was a little bit of mixed reviews for that. Yeah. Then in 2020, another release included things like gender-neutral Santa Claus, a man in a wedding dress, women in tuxedos, and the transgender flag. This, after a 2019 batch, came with same-sex couples and a 2017 push for non-binary options. And this, after a 2016 push to have less sexist female emojis, because no joke, the only options for women at first were bride, princess, flamenco dancer, and playboy bunny as compared to all the the male emojis in occupations doing things. The new female emojis ranged from scientists, welders, coders, mechanics, farmers, business people, and chefs. On top of that, female versions for a lot of the male emojis were introduced, and there was also a woman wearing a hijab. So the introduction of new emoji is big business, by the way. Big companies pay upwards of an annual $18,000 to vote on them. And you've probably seen companies petition for them, like Taco Bell and tacos come to mind. Yeah. And about 90% of us use them. And on Facebook Messenger, $5 billion are sent a day. So this stuff actually matters. It really does. Um, and we should return, return to the world of emoji for a future episode. And did want to say before we completely close out, uh, we, back when um, Bridget and I were hosting together, we did an episode on exhibitionism and why dick pics are a thing. Um, so if you want a more serious look at why women receive unsolicited dick pics, which is not good, don't do it, uh, you can check out that episode. I would love, again, for listeners to write in about their experience with 
the eggplant emoji and sexting and uh, if they were around and remember Eggplant Friday, <laughs> is it good that it's shut down? Um, <laughs> is it sad? Uh, just right. your experiences with it. Right. You can send those experiences to our email at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Andrew Howard. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.